Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 14 of Believe Me. That's Cordell Stewart. That's Brandon Lang. I'm Joe Serralo. And before we dive in, I want to remind you all that Believe Me is brought to you by our sponsors over at BetOnline. Head on over to betonline.ag and use the promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. For your first time, one time, 50% welcome bonus. Any deposit made between $50 and $1,000, BetOnline will match up to 50% of it with the promo code BELIEVE. So head on over to betonline.ag and let the games begin. All right, it's time for another episode of Believe Me. That's the former Pro Bowl quarterback, Cordell Stewart. That's the career handicapper, Brandon Ling. And I'm your host, Joe Serralo. Gentlemen, let's dive in. Last week was an ugly one. Brandon, I think you were the best off. I think you went three and three, maybe four and two on the week. But it was just a weird week in the NFL. A lot of late two-point conversions. In fact, since the year 2000, before last Sunday, only twice has a coach gone for a two-point conversion on the final play of the game when taking the lead. It happened twice on Sunday, once in Jacksonville, once in uh, once with the Chargers against Arizona. Hurt me both times. Brandon, what was going through your mind watching that play out? You guys just refused to learn your lesson when you laid in points on the road. Y'all was like Ravens going into Jacksonville. I'm going to lay the points. You just asking. It's like walking into a strip bar and taking a credit card and just give it to her on the way in the champagne room. Like you're asking for trouble. Why the strip club? Come on. Why the strip every club? T- every week, Cordell. It took us, it took us less oh, than a minute to get there this week. <laughs> the perfect analogy for what you guys keep doing with laying points on the road. You're asking for trouble and you did it again. You don't learn. So there's a couple games this week where I know you guys are going to lay points on the road again because that's just the way you yep. are. So Good luck right. with that. getting beat. It's like I think I've won four straight weeks on the show. Just since consistency. Cordell, since Cordell beat me down a couple of weeks, I had to put the, the the former All Pro slash dash bash in his place, and I have to just remind people of who Matthew McConaughey played in the movie. So <laughs> let's go. Let's well, with that, that said, slash, let's let's start with you, baby. The Commanders, speaking of road favorites, two and a half point favorites as they head up to MetLife to take on my Giants. Who do you see coming out victorious on this side, Cordell? Is it the Commanders by three or more, or will the Giants keep this one close or win it outright as a home dog? I'm going with Commanders. I'm going against the home <laughs> dog again. I'm doing it. I'm going right out the gate with it, baby. Taylor Heineke has really proven himself oh, to man. be the leader of this team. This is why he's been asked to be the starter of this football team. Defense playing second to none. I think they play even better on the road than they actually play at home because they have nothing to lose. No one's really giving them a chance. I mean, think about what they do on offense with your Giants, that is, Joey. Joey, your Giants. They run the ball well, but they haven't been able to figure it out and being able to actually make a consistent run from how I've seen them play. I think the energy of this commander's team is really playing good with Taylor Heineke as the guy. I think they play lights off football. I think they actually went by more than two points. I'm going with the commanders in this one. Brandon, to Cordell's point, the Giants, Saquon Barkley, he's rushed for less than 70 yards the past two weeks combined. Washington on the flip side, their last seven games, they're six and one straight up, six oh and one against the spread. Which side are you on, B Lang? They're tipped interception away from losing to the Atlanta Falcons at home last week. 
This is a giant team that's been an underdog seven times this year, six and one against the spread. They went down to Jacksonville, beat the Jags. The next week had to go all the way up to Seattle and came up short. That's their only underdog loss this year. Coming off a Thursday game, they excel in the role of an underdog, 11-2 and two against the spread their last 13. This is a divisional game. This is the Giants at home. This is where they beat the Ravens at home 24-20. The Commanders should not be laying points here. They are due for a letdown. It happens in the NFL. You see it week in and week out, and this is... The final letdown situation for Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. Cordell Stewart is the road chalk lover. That road chalk lover goes down. Hopefully, Joey, you will see the light at the end of the tunnel and get on the home dog here as the dog barks loud and clear. Good luck, Joe, and what you decide to do. Well, look, if nothing else, I love the disagreement out of the gate, gentlemen. You know, you both bring up some good points. Cordell, you're riding with the hot team. Like I said, Washington, 6-0-1, last seven against the spread. They haven't failed to cover once. Brandon, the Giants at home, 4-2 against the spread. 2-0 against the number as a home dog. And 3-0 against the number after a straight-up loss. I think that's the key for me here, Brandon. I'm going with you. I'm going with the home dog in this one. Giants plus 2.5. It's, uh, you know, it's time to tell Brandon. He's won four weeks in a row on this show, and... You know, Cordell, that hot start you got off to blinded me a bit, but I think I'm going to start right. this one off on B-Lang's side. Cordell, yeah, it's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. Coach, it's okay. I'm being, he, deserves it. he deserves to do well. I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he talk about strip clubs and all this different kind of stuff. I mean, I'll go with him too sometimes. It sounds pretty hot and pretty good. Go ahead. Hey, so. if there's a way to get a 24-year-old on your side, it's talking about strip clubs, right, Brandon? <laughs> Gents, let's stick with another New York football team that doesn't really play in New York. The Jets headed to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. And Minnesota coming off a great Thanksgiving win against New England. I don't think any of us really thought they'd pull that one off. They're only three-point favorites against this Jets team that is four and one straight up and against the spread on the road. Brandon, starting with you here, Jets, Vikes, Kirk Cousins laying three. Who you got? Mike White. Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike. Matthew McConaughey was in that movie. Matt was pretty good in that movie. It's also another movie. I think it's called Two for the Money. It's pretty good in that movie, too. <laughs> White, 22 of 28, 315 yards and three touchdowns. Zach who? I'm sorry, Zach who? And he looked good doing it. Uh, this is a Vikings team I'm not a believer in, haven't been all year. Two and 16 against the spread in games when they're facing a team where both teams are coming off a home game. Let me say it again. The Vikings are playing a team, and they're both coming off a home game. Two and 16 against the number. I'm buying into the Jets' defense. I'm buying into the running game. I'm buying into Mike White. Bring it home, Mikey White. Bring it home. Give me the Jets, plus the three and a half. Brandon going with a couple New York dogs. Cordell, which side are you on in this one? So much for the home dogs, huh, Brandon? So much for the home dogs. We're going to get away from the home dogs. We're going to go for the road team. Guess what? I'm going with you two on that one. I'm going with the Jets. Oh, okay. wow. Jets, Jets. Well, well, the question you have to the question you have to ask yourself, who do you go with? Mike White or do you go with Kirk Cousins? And with the defense that you have with the Jets, the, with the way Mike White played in this last game, the balls that were thrown, which we never saw Zach Wilson actually be able to complete convincingly when getting it down the field. That's a great point. I think this combination of this defense, that offense being led by Mike White, has really made this Jets team seem like a contender, truthfully, in the AFC East. And I'm being 100% honest. This defense is playing well, spite of Zach Wilson early on. But now that they have a quarterback, they look like they have confidence in. He's swinking his eye on the sideline because he's got a little swag with him a little bit. 
I like the Jets, baby. I'm going with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I mean, this Jets team has been such a surprise this year, almost as big a surprise as you two agreeing on this game. The one thing, the one reservation I have is that Minnesota, when they're favored by three or less, they are 3-0 and straight up and 2-0-1 against the number. The Jets are a team that they're 7-4 and straight up, 7-4 and against the spread. Every time they've covered, they've won. Every time they've failed to cover, they've lost. So if Minnesota wins this game outright, there's a good chance the Vikings do cover. But you guys have convinced me. I'm going to go with the Jets plus the three, buy it up to three and a half per Brandon's advice. I think the Jets pull this one off and they win it outright. You're looking at the best cornerback duo in football versus one of the best wide receiver duos in football. And I'm going to go with defense in this one. You guys have swayed me. I was leaning Minnesota before the show, but I love the Jets in this matchup against Kirk Cousins. Good job, Joey. Good job. Hey, I, I can only follow my lead. You know, you guys are setting a good example for me. Let's get on to the third game. This is going to be a fun one. The Tennessee Titans, the Philadelphia Eagles. It's in Philly, and the Eagles are five-and-a-half-point home favorites. Now, the Eagles this year have been incredible covering at home. They're just 6-5 and five against the spread on the year, but they are 5-1 and one against the spread at home. Tennessee, however, they've covered seven of their last nine. They're one of the hottest teams in football. Cordell, we'll start with you. Eagles minus 5-and-a-half. Which side are you on? Well, the, the, the Eagles are the best home team. Uh, in the National Football League when it comes down to it. Here, here's the question you have to ask yourself. Can this offense with Derrick Henry produce as well as they did playing against the Green Bay Packers on the road? I don't think they, they're they capable of getting – because the Eagles have a funny way of trying to take away your weakness, right? And, and, and when you think you have them offensively, when they struggle in the first quarter, they may struggle in the second quarter, the defense gets them the ball back enough, secondary making – getting turnovers to the front seven, creating pressure. Tannehill, I don't think, can handle it. I don't think they produce in the rushing game. I think the Eagles get this one hands down. They may get more than five and a half points. I like the Eagles in this one because they're on the roll. Fly, Eagles, fly. They, I'm just saying, I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles, baby. All right, Cordell, it kind of surprised me there because we've been really high on the Titans on this show. Brandon, are you going to follow yeah. his lead there? I mean, this is going to be a fun matchup. The Eagles can't stop the run. Tennessee runs the ball down everyone's throat better than any other team in football. Which side are you on, B-Lang? Cordell made the huge mistake of allowing what you saw the week before affect what you do the next week. If the Cincinnati Bengals and their current roster and current, current players played the Tennessee Titans and their current roster and players and coaches, the Bengals would win the game 100 to zero. They, 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 they played a hundred times. The Bengals would beat them a hundred times because Mike Vrabel and his offensive coordinator refused to say, Derek, they're putting eight in the box. It's a brick wall. We can't use you today. We're just going to go play action and throw on first down. See, they don't do that. They kind of run it all the time and get in second and long and third and long, which plays right in the hands of Cincinnati. And that's how Cincinnati has been able to beat them twice in a row. And if they played another 50 times, they'd beat them 50 times in a row. The problem facing Philadelphia here is this is a defensive line that the Tennessee Titans can block and they can move. And we're going to see the Derrick Henry that went into Kansas City and ran all over the Chiefs and the Derrick Henry that went into Green Bay and ran all over Green Bay. This is the Tennessee Titans who should be a perfect 6-0 and on the road this year. Only loss was, of course, at Kansas City 2017 in overtime. 
This is a bad matchup for Philadelphia. And when you can't stop the run against a running team in the NFL, you are not going to blow that team out. This will go right down to the wire. It'll be decided by a field goal. Grab the points with Tennessee. They will not get blown out on the road here against this Philly team. Oh, can I say something? Can I say Wait, something? I was going to say, Cordell looks like he's back in class at Boulder right now. Cordell, what do you got for me? Yeah, yeah, Boulder's a great place. In, in yeah, like, like, like you went best. to class in Boulder. <laughs> I did. I got my degree. Don't hate on me. I don't hate the player. Oh, yeah, the here we go. Back. The student back. Hey, all I know is, is the addition of Ndamukong Suh. There's a mm-hmm. reason why Ndamukong Suh has been an addition to this team. Even though he didn't play much in the last game, got to get his feet under him again. You know, he looked like he was a little you know, out of shape. You know, he wanted to hang out with his twin boys and babies. And he's trying to come back to get the second one, actually, the opportunity to get a Super Bowl ring. They're playing for something big. That's why you go get a plug such as an Ndamukong Suh to try to stop that running game. I think that's the antidote to what D-Love has actually talked about, which was they're going to try to shove it down their throat because they, without Ndamukong Suh, they've been a nemesis of themselves. Yeah. I think Ndamukong Suh is a great addition. I think he helps that problem that we're talking about. He's one of the brothers eating burgers two weeks ago. Next. I just don't know if Sue's going to make that much of an impact that quickly. You know, I mentioned that the Eagles are the best home team against the spread, 5-1 and one against the number. Well, Tennessee is the best road team against the number, also 5-1. and one. I'm going to go with the better coach who's getting 5.5 points in this one. I'm going to go with Brandon again. And the no Tennessee road, Titans. dog. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's like go. It. Over to San Fran, where the 49ers are four-point favorites against Tua. Mike McDaniel making his return to the Bay Area. And the Miami Dolphins, both teams six and five against the number. Miami, five and two against the spread following a win. San Fran, just three and three against the spread coming off a straight-up win. Brandon, starting with you, which side are you on in the Bay Area? It's pretty easy to get hyped about the Miami Dolphins, isn't it? Five wins, Tua looks great. You got Waddle. You got Tyreek Hill. They just rolling on folks, man. They're fun to watch. I mean, come on, man. It's South Beach, baby. It's South Beach, man. It's rolling in my 5.0 with my rag top down, so my hair can't. I mean, it's, it's South Beach, man. <laughs> but a closer look will show you that. In their last five games, they've played Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, Houston, and Pittsburgh. Five losing teams. Now you're going out on the road to the West Coast to play some boys, to play some boys that are going to punch you in the mouth, play some boys that are going to be like, okay, we ain't five losing teams. We're the San Francisco 49ers, and we're peaking right now. And it's not a Niner team laying seven and a half or nine and a half or 11 and a half or all these numbers. This is a Niner team that's laying a very manageable number, three and a half. By the half point, lay three. I will be shocked. If the Niners defense doesn't shut down Tua, Tua has a monster, horrible day, a couple of picks, and the Niners roll by a touchdown or more. Wow. Cordell, which side are you on here? Oh man. You know, this this is this is a this is a, if you will, a, a championship type matchup, right? Because mm-hmm. you have an offense with Tua that no one expected to play as great as he's playing. I think they have a amicable running game offensively defensively they find ways to get it done with the Dolphins but we know who the San Francisco 49ers are right we know they play you know smash mouth in the form of tight defense stop the run force you to become one-dimensional and then we know what they do on offense you know you have Christian McCafferty you have a, a slew of great players um Jimmy Garoppolo becomes the question mark in a game such as this something of this magnitude I love the Miami Dolphins I love Tua. I love the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo makes me nervous. He makes me really nervous. 
I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm going to give their head coach with the Dolphins, the Dolphins, that is, to go in there on the road, to go in there and actually do the Mike McDonald. I think he makes a return to San Francisco and he makes everyone a believer. I'm going with the Dolphins, Tua and company. That's what I'm going to actually do. I know the defense is good. I get all that kind of stuff. Bosa coming off the edge. I get all of that. But I like what I see in this Dolphins team. They're actually playing some really, really, really good football. And I think this is going to be a great tester for them to go on the road from one coast to the other coast to see if they, got, they get this win. I think they make a run and win in that division, to be honest with you. I'm going to give the Dolphins a run at this guy. Cordell, I got chills. I feel like that was a, a locker room pregame speech. I'm ready to run through this brick wall behind me. And I'm with you, man. Give me the Dolphins. And if you shop around, you can get them plus four, depending on where you're making that bet. Uh, you convinced me. And the one thing that neither of you guys mentioned is that when Tua Tagovailoa plays a full 60 minutes, this Miami team is 8-0 straight up, 62 right. against the spread. As long as Tua is out there, this team's damn near unstoppable. Cordell, I'm with you. I'm with the Dolphins plus the points. They play. <laughs> Gentlemen. Losing teams. All right, go ahead. I'm look, look at this. Brandon gets all butthurt. I, I don't go with him one time all show, and he's yeah, all upset. It's okay. Yeah, man. Gentlemen, this is the only game on the slate I'm not looking forward to this week. So let's make quick work of this one. Monday Night Football, the Saints, the Bucks. Can you spell ugly? It's got these two teams in it. Saints, 4-8 and eight straight up, 4-8 and eight against the spread. Tampa Bay, 5-6 and six straight up in first place. Just 3-7-1 and one against the spread. Brandon, which side are you on? Quickly, Saints plus the points. I like what their defense showed me last week, holding the Niners to 13 points. Their defense has showed well with the exception of playing a mobile quarterback and, and Lamar Jackson on Monday night where he was able to get some things going. As long as Jameis Winston's not the quarterback of the Saints, they will cover this number every game between these two goes right down to the wire. Give me the Saints plus the three and a half. Wow, that was a speed round special. Cordell, who do you got in this one? Bucks minus three and a half or the Saints to keep it close? I'm going with the Bucks. Who's going to cover Julio Jones and Mike Evans? That's all I'm asking, Julio Jones. I mean, when he comes in, Julio Jones actually becomes a threat. Even though he's not Julio of old, he still becomes a threat. The question becomes who's going to cover him. And we notice when he actually comes back, the game looks totally different for all receivers. Everybody gets involved. Tom Brady has more of a, a, a plethora of, of, of receivers to throw it to. He's not just counting on Mike Evans, looking like he's dead tired. I'm going with the Bucks. I'm giving him three and a half. The question is, Andy Dalton or Tom Brady? I'm going with Tom Brady. I'll leave it at that. that Question is also a team that's 0-5 against the spread on the road in the Saints versus a team that's 0-4-1 against the spread at home in the Tampa Bay Bucks. One of them is going to have to write the ship. And knowing that the Saints are 7-1 straight up and 7-1 against the spread the last eight regular season games in this series, even if Tampa wins, I don't think it's by more than a field goal. Brandon, I'm with you, baby. But, gentlemen, let's get to the game of the week. I've been waiting all show for this one. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Cincinnati Bengals, a week 17 rematch from a year ago where Cincinnati beat Kansas City in January 34 to 31, went on to beat them again in the postseason. Cordell, we'll start with you. Do the Bengals have the Chiefs number? They're two and a half point dogs. Who do you like, Slash? Well, the Bengals, they won seven of the last nine and covered eight of the last nine. Uh, this Bengals team has played some phenomenal football over the last few weeks. I'm, I'm just being transparent. For some reason, without Chase being a part of the mix, the receiving core has really stepped it up big time for Joe Burrow. Um, the defense has been playing really sound. The Chiefs, we know they can score at any moment in time, but they're playing in, in the land of the Bungles. I'm going with Joe Burrow and company. I think the trend and I think Ooh. this movement continues. They can compete offensively with the Chiefs by scoring points if they need to. I'm going with the home team in this one. 
I'm going with the Bengals, actually. Brandon, he, he's got a great point. The Bengals are the best team against the spread in football. Eight and three, tied with the Titans, tied with the Giants. They've beaten Kansas City outright two in a row. Which side are you on, B-Lang? Cordell, I'm going to do you a favor here, bud. I'm, I'm, I'm help, help me out. Help I need some. A much-needed win this week on the show. Because game involving the Cincinnati Bengals, I'm 0 and 140 going with or against the Bengals the last 140 games. I swear to God, Joe Burrows and Zach Taylor in the locker room. And before the game, they have somebody get online and they go, Hey, who's Brand is Brandon Lang going with us or against us? Lang Lang's got Titans. Guys, let's go out and cover the number. And they do. And this is how they beat me every week. So due to the fact that Patrick Mahomes the last 26 games in November and December is 26 and 0 straight up. I will ride Patrick Mahomes here and go against Cincinnati. So when Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow said, Lang, 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 go with or against us. Oh, he's got the Chiefs. We're going to be all right. So you should be, you should be fine, Cordell. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus two and a half. Okay. 26 and 0. 26 and 0 in November and December in his NFL. 26 career. and 1. Yep. 26 and 1. 26 and 0. Bengals beat him twice in January last year, but didn't beat him in November or December. That's exactly right. Brandon, uh, you got me, man. You got me. I'm on your side. I've, I've only gone against you once all show. I'm on your side again, Brandon. Going to go with Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'm going to do something I never do, though. And instead of taking a minus the two, minus the two and a half, I'm going to go Chiefs money line. I normally don't do that with a favorite, but it's only minus 130. And just because Cincinnati has it out for you, Brandon, I feel like that's the safer play on my end. But I'm with you. The Chiefs win this. Gentlemen, we've got 90 seconds left in the show. Surprise me. Brandon, you first. What is your bonus best bet of the week? I will be absolutely shocked if the Dallas Cowboys do not beat the Indianapolis Colts by a final score of 67-3. to <laughs> be absolutely shocked. If you look at the Colts last week and Pittsburgh getting pressure on Matt Ryan and how much Matt Ryan struggled, He's going to go on the road. Last time Matt Ryan went to Dallas against his pass rush was last year with Atlanta. I was at the game, took my daughter. It was in November, and they got beat 45-3 or something. It was so bad. Matt Ryan, pressure equals problems. I'm sorry. Dallas wins this game by at least. The Jeff Saturday honeymoon, it's over. <laughs> it's done. See ya. This is a nail in the coffin. They The Dallas wins by four touchdowns. Cordell, what's your bonus bet of the week? Well, you know, you know where I'm going. I'm going with the Steelers Falcons. You know, I get a chance to go to the game. I'm going to be up in the box hanging out with the big folks, the Rooney family. You know, I got I to rock with this game. I'm going with the Steelers. The game they played against the Indianapolis Colts was the best game I saw the Steelers team play all year. Kenny Pickett went 20 of 28. We saw, uh, what is it, uh, Benny Snells Jr. come off the bench and fill in for a Najee Harris, who was inept, which we've seen him be this way literally all year. Had found a really a good rhythm. Defensively, they made the plays when they had to. I just see the Steelers team actually starting to make a run. The Falcons, they're going to try to run the football. I think the Steelers are going to be prepared for it. I think they come in covering even more uh, than what they what they have met. One and a half? What, what is, what's the cover? One and a half Steelers point favorites team? on the road, yep. I'm going with that and then some. I'm still rocking with this one. I don't, don't be shocked. Don't be surprised, but I think Kenny Pickett actually play even a better game in this game and actually get a great win on the road against this Falcon team that really, at times, looked really good. But I'm going against Marcus Mariota for Kenny Pickett. I'm going with my Steelers. Thank Brandon's on the Cowboys. Away. Cordell's on his Steelers. I'll keep it short and sweet. It's conference championship week in college football. Give me the USC Trojans minus two and a half in Vegas. It's a revenge game against Utah. Fight on Trojans. They're going to be going to the first uh, their first college football playoff 
in school history. And that does it for Brandon Lang, for Cordell Stewart. I'm Joe Serralo. This is Believe Me. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.